Hi, this is Chelsea, and you are listening to Put of the Cross. Well, I hope everybody is having a good holiday. And we've got Christmas coming up. It is now the 16th. Let's see. If I had to narrow it down just to what's been going on here, I can't even imagine what's going on across my town, across the city, across the state, across our country. I mean, people drive a long way to get the real news, and they're doing everything they can to cover up real news today. And that is very scary. We are at a time, though, where the Bible talks about when God comes back and the peace treaties that are still to be signed. If God doesn't come back for the Christians soon, including myself, you know, uh, we're looking at World War Three, And I just don't think that we're going to be here to see that. And um, I'm in a serious mode today, you guys, so bear with me. (laughs) I uh, got into town this morning, and you still notice buildings going down. More going down than up right now with the economy. But, uh, and a lot going down. (laughs) And um, it just, it saddens my heart, and I understand why. It is every person for himself right now. But if that goes on forever, your own friends and family will come to a point when they can't help each other. But yet we're supposed to. It is our duty, you guys, as Christians to help those who are in need. But how do you do that, you say, without money, without... (laughs) Away. Well, okay. (laughs) What about faith? What happened to that? Uh, Faith is something I have to cling to, but yet I'm scared more than the times that I have faith. And that is where I've made my mistake. I will be on a good steady stream of having faith and building it up more and more and focusing on what God has for me, what lies ahead. And it literally reeks of (laughs) Satan whenever this happens. Okay, so let me tell you. Anytime where I've gone after my faith, gone after a deeper relationship with God, I end up on my ass somewhere (laughs) saying, help, help, I can't get up. Because Satan loves knocking you down when you attempt to go from one lifestyle to the next or a bad habit for a good habit. It's like anytime I try to quit smoking cigarettes, for example, Satan brought more stress that way. At least it felt that way. 
okay? Because I, I know some of you, if you hear this, well, <laughs> you can say that for all humans that are trying to quit smoking, you know? But seriously, it really did seem and feel like there was some conspiracy against me every time I try to quit. Because a situation would arise where you can't even think straight. So you end up picking up the bad habit again, the cigarette again, whatever it might be. Instead of the goal that you were working on, you are now just trying to get back to what we call a normal life. I think that goes a long way for everybody else that has a job or business and a family, possibly all three. I feel so bad for them because they're having to trade in their lifestyle for something completely different. Something that they never intended to have to go through. Something that is scary yet exciting all at the same time. Let me tell you something. I'm a Christian. I have believed all my life that there will be a coming of Christ and that the ones who call on God, the ones who worship Him, praise Him, believe in Him, love Him with every inch of their being, they will go to heaven and the others will go to hell. And there will still be that particular group, the Bible says, that will barely get in. I don't want to be that person either. I'm the one that would run towards it and run away from the devil. But in this world, why? I say all of that to you and then I think, okay, so what am I doing today? Like right now, okay, I'm eating my biscuits and my jelly. Sin, <laughs> the day hasn't even really gotten started for me yet. You know, if you did count how many times you sinned, why not count how many times you end up sinning before going to work? It will freak you out if you just paid attention to it for one day. If you can't take yourself out of the situation, then put yourself in a better situation with what you already have. Make it the situation you got better. If that's not too confusing, I almost confused myself. But I promise you, it makes sense. If you can't change the situation, then make the situation you have better. One of my friends, and it doesn't matter who, of course, but one of my friends just had twins. And let me just tell you right now, I could not imagine doing that. I couldn't. And there was actually a lot of people that judged her for having them. And I'm like, why are you saying this? 
after the babies are already born. I mean, that's terrible. To me, anyway. I don't believe in boarding our babies. Not even 1% of me approves of it or casually likes the idea. No. I despise it. With every part of my being, I despise it. Um, but I look at those babies and I look at my friend and she is one happy mother. And I'm very excited for her. And in her wheelhouse, she's very excited for her too. You know, but to have those babies by her right now, and that's not including all the other kids that she does have. Now, she has to put that bu bubble back over her and her family. She has to now make sure that her and her family is safe before trying to help anybody else. And that's my problem. I want to get out of the house and go. I want to witness to as many people as I can. You know? Because we are in the time where you need to think about your life, your lifestyle. But see, that's just it though. It's very sad that a traumatic event is what has to wake up people. It's very sad. I mean, and God, I know he feels the same way. Because he's like, why does something bad have to happen for you to call on me? Why? I would take that as a big rejection myself. I would get offended also. I can't imagine being rejected by thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And then all of a sudden something bad happens. And those people turn around and say, No, wait. I'm sorry. I love you. I believe in you. Take me to heaven, please. It's too late. It's too late. I gave you chance after chance after chance. I feel that way about some of my relationships that I've had with people. But I've always been very steady on my beliefs when it comes to judging people. And I've always said to them, look, we are not judges. It is not our place to judge for what these people do or how they live or how they are on a daily basis. They will have to answer to God one day and he will judge them properly. He will judge us all properly. Because you're either going into the kingdom or you're not. And it's not simple for me to say that because I can feel the hair standing up at the back of my neck while I'm saying this. Because while I'm preaching about it and talking about it, whatever you want to call this, I'm realizing this second that I need to make some changes of my own. I'm trying to 
lead my kids on a good path here. And every time I turn around, there's something scary on the news. You know, that freaks them out. I am too, you know. But, see, I know where I'm going. I am going to heaven. The reason why I have a tummy ache right now every day is because I know that I'm not fully committing to God this second. I know that I'm not. And I know that I'm in the wrong for it. and need to get my house in place. <laughs> Take care of my house, metaphorically speaking. I pray that you all are having a beautiful day. I pray that you and your family are healthy. And I pray for my children and all of us. And yet, I still feel unfulfilled after that prayer. You want to know why? Because I'm not somebody that can just accept this and go along with my life. Some people see me as selfish, but the ones who know me know that I'm not. It's not that at all. There was a time in my life where I tried to be selfish, and all that happened was the worst thing that could have happened, and I lost all my friends just like that. <laughs> I'm like, you know, all these other people, they get away with being selfish 24-7, and nothing happens to them. Not that we're aware of, anyway. So. My son and my daughter very much understand. It's just, they're in this world, and so am I. And we have to do what the world expects, expects of us. At the same time, we'll be in a Christian trying to figure out what God has in store for us. Because we're not living in the early 90s anymore where you're going, do I want to be a doctor? Do I want to be a nurse? Do I want to be a singer? The Bible is catching up with us. And you need to catch up on your Bible. If you don't believe what I'm saying, open your Bible and read it. Right now, until I get my new contacts, I haven't been reading verses lately, and I want to, and I'm not using that as an excuse. That's so funny. I'm talking about not spending time with God, and I just gave you an excuse as to why I don't. So, anybody, though, that can't sit there with their Bible and read it, download an app, whatever you got to do. Because reading words for the Bible is so much more powerful think somebody telling me just obey the laws and you'll be fine really <laughs> and how did that work for you because you don't look fine and you don't look happy but as I was saying though about my friend I have a 16 and 14 year old so I couldn't even imagine bringing twins into this world right now I just could not I'm happy that she is happy. I'm happy about how in love with her children she is. And in a way, maybe she is stronger than me. 
to be able to do that. Maybe I'm the one that's chicken and couldn't see myself raising a family in this mess right now. But if you do, what, you're stronger for it? I don't know. I just know when, when COVID-19 hit, and I was being told two different things, and we're going we're gonna to play the left and right thing. I'm not even going to say Democrats or Republicans, because I'm sure you'll be able to tell. But uh, one side was saying, oh, okay, as long as we do this and this, we'll be able to get rid of COVID-19 in no time. And the other side saying, this is going to affect us for years to come. See, I don't believe it in the aspect that the other person is telling it or seeing it or living it. But I do believe in both of the things to an extent. That's the thing about me. I believe both things are true to a point and that it's all connected to one another. Joe Biden winning the election, he hasn't won the election and his people are trying to get that overturned where they can give another chance and hope for a true, honest court I mean if he did that he would win so they can't they can't allow him to do it <laughs> it would be amazing if they could bring Donald Trump back into office and he's there now so crazy you know I'm seeing people when when they're vlogging, they're asking, do y'all know who's president right now? I can't remember this happening. I mean, I'm I'm 35 and I just can't see it. I like George Bush and then years later, you know, you're hearing things and you're not sure if they're real or true. And that's okay if someone picks on me for who I'm voting, you know. I hate it when people attack each other on that. And they're mostly talking about, well, I hate you. I hate you, too. Okay, how about use your reasons for wanting either one of these people to be president and go after that. Don't stand there and argue with somebody over who should be president. That's just a waste of time. This is much bigger than you and I could have ever predicted, okay? I really did not think that Joe Biden was going to win the vote. I am still in shock. And I can already tell you, you know, I know people that are making jokes about moving to Mexico. And no, that wasn't a Mexico joke. Thank you. Just making a point. But I hear other people saying, you know, if they do another vote count and do it wise and honest, Donald Trump will get another term. But that idea is slipping away further and further every morning I wake up. 
I'm like, okay, they're not doing anything about this. This is real. This is really happening. And some there's some girls that look at me like, whoa, she's too serious. No, too serious for you, you mean. And I'm not judging them. <laughs> there is a part of me that wishes I was as naive as some of the people that I've heard talking about some of these topics that I'm speaking with you about today. I'm sure that all of my listeners know what's going on, so I'll go ahead and say it. Am I standing around in Alabama thinking, my goodness, they really cheated him. They, <laughs> they cooked up a way for this other man to win the president, to win the seat, and we're not going to say anything about it. Well, okay, <laughs> but yet, because of my DUI that I had a long time ago, I can't vote. And I would never vote through the mail on, on, or on my phone because I know that that's not an honest way to vote. And if I did vote on my phone because I couldn't make it down there, I would send somebody else in my place to vote for me if that was available to me. And if it's not, I would try and see if there was a legal site to vote on the phone. And if there's not, then I'm not voting. But I'm not going to fill out an illegal form and send it in. Even if I think that it's for the good of the people, I'm not... It just feels like now, if I went down there to vote, that I would be helping Joe Biden no matter what. It's too late. And if they have this overturned, well, where he can go in a courtroom and speak, which, by the way, he's not even defending himself because Donald Trump didn't do anything. Joe Biden, I'm sure, didn't get his hands dirty either, but all his minions did. And that's what we would have to prove. Now, do you really think that they're going to take what they have to court? No. Do you think if they actually found out he did anything wrong to get where he is right now, that he would even admit it? No, of course not. Even if his own people said, well, over here, it looks like the Republicans are right. <laughs> And then they look at him and get that look back. Oh, my goodness. You knew it the whole time, didn't you? Well, no crap. <laughs> I would love to say that Alabama is a Christian state and that we have nothing to worry about over here. But every single day I wake up, I'm finding out more and more that it's going the other way. And now I'm just waiting for all hell to break loose. We've had COVID-19, the Black Lives Matter thing happening. Now the voting thing. The list goes on and on. Which of those things should be handled by the president and which shouldn't? 
is not something I want to stand up and talk about today. Because, honest to God, I wouldn't know on that answer. So the things I don't know, I don't try to speak about. And people that weren't even talking about politics before all this mess happened, oh, they're talking now, and they're wanting to learn. You know, people that <laughs> went and took their GED and never opened a real history book and maybe just voted for the first time this year, they are speaking out now. But you want them to know what they're talking about. I'm glad and I'm happy for that, that the young gener younger generation is more concerned about what's going on in the news. But I wish that was the case a long time ago. Because if it was, we would not be in the situation we are today. We have made America think we they grew us and raised us to the same thing, but they raised us to think as Americans that to be president, you have to be a certain age and you have to have this much experience, okay? Well, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. The younger people are speaking out which is why it's really hard to believe that all of them voted for Joe Biden. Mm -mm. Sorry about that. That's something I can't stop at the moment, so I'm going to keep going. They can't find somebody else to be president. You know, that would be, that would be nuts. And we can't have no president. <laughs> but even myself, a few years ago, I was not talking politics as much as I am now. I couldn't stand the word a few years ago. Growing up, I couldn't stand it. The only thing I knew about politics was we're going to argue about it at some point. And that is a thought I would have at like a family reunion, at a family funeral. I hate to say that like it happens all the time. It doesn't. But we've been going through some stuff in the last few years where I lost a couple of loved ones. And at every event growing up, you know, it was just a waiting game. Like, okay, who's going to start talking about football or politics? Because if you live in Alabama, you're not going to leave a crowd without talking about one or the other or both. Just not going to happen. <laughs> That's what we were raised on. That's what we stand upon. And I was not interested in it at all. <laughs> I liked football when it came to meeting up with friends and going to the game. But I was never into it watching on TV. And now that I'm just starting to get into it where I can sit down and enjoy a game and know what they're doing, know what they're talking about. The NFL it doesn't know if it's going to be the NFL any longer, so it's a really, really sad conversation to start because none of us know the ending. 
and I'm very sorry to the younger generations that, to the younger generation that they have to go through what they're going through. The CDC, the hospitals, the nurses and stuff, I guarantee you that some people have switched their major from nursing to something else. They're either rushing to go in there because they want to do what they're signed up for and they want to help and they're doing this with a pure heart. That's great. But the other ones are like, no, I'm getting out of here. I'm changing my major today. I am not going to be a nurse. I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm not doing anything in the medical field. Not with COVID-19 around. And yet, I see so many people that have the flu every day, and they're not saying jack about that. Because you can find people that have had COVID-19, got well, and they're like, what? That was it? <laughs> so, now, the couple that I know who is close to me, the boy died because he had cancer. And my friend Chris had had cancer for a long time. So, he already had an underlying problem. And he was writing on Facebook and stuff. So, you could kind of see where his attitude was. And his attitude was beautiful when it came to God. He loves God so much. But he died when having COVID-19. So, that's what they wrote down that he died from. And that wasn't it at all. In the last five months, he was in the hospital about 85% of the time. And that is the truth. <laughs> it was a good five, four or five months. I'm not going to say a half a year and beyond because that's just not true. But with him, it was. We all tried to talk to him and stuff to keep his spirits up. Poor thing. But he was there one day and gone the next. And from the time he caught COVID-19 till the time he died, it was just weeks. You know, it was just weeks. He survived on cancer for years, but he, he couldn't with COVID. So, yeah, there's a lot of sad stories out there. And, yes, I want people to take take precautions and stuff but I mean I wasn't even sure if my son should do wrestling this year I want my children and my family to do what they want to do I want them to love what they're doing to believe in what they're doing and right now America just has us all kind of pushed up against the wall and we're kind of having to look into our hearts and ask ourselves, all right, if you had to make the choice today, you know, to get up out of here when it gets bad, is that what you're going to do? And I know for some of you, that is too major to even think about. But here I am saying, okay, well, how is it any better if you leave and go somewhere? Because I'm pretty sure it's getting bad all over. Unless you're on a deserted island, there really isn't a safe place for anyone to go to right now. And even on deserted islands, because you don't have a hospital, things can get nasty really quick from an infection to a shark attack. 
But we have Christmas coming up, and that is an American holiday that I felt like everyone supported and did growing up. And now, I feel like it literally is one big advertisement for the kids to just buy stuff and buy stuff. I tried to use Christmas as a time for getting my kids the things that they needed and calling them presents, so that was nice. <laughs> and my kids are so beautiful and loving. <clears throat> but my son couldn't have a, his 14th birthday party because of COVID. He wasn't able to continue wrestling because of COVID. And neither one of my kids have had it, not to my knowledge. If they did, they caught it and got better. So, but I wish you all, or I pray that you all, still remember what you have, not what you don't. Keep loving your family, but don't be naive. God's not going to wait much longer, and he knows when he's coming back, so we can guess as good as we can. But pick up that Bible, you guys. Read it. There's so much going on today that the Bible predicted, and if you want to know what happens tomorrow, then dig in there, because you can get an idea from, from the Bible as to what happens tomorrow. Okay? You can. If some of this was a little confusing for you, that's okay. But I am having to be somewhat careful as to what I say or how I say it, you know. I'm seeing some people get kicked off of Facebook completely because of their beliefs. Well, how do you know that, Chelsea? How do you know that's why they're getting kicked off? Well, let's see. Because maybe their last post with something bad about Hillary and Biden. <laughs> and then bam. And I've seen some of them get like a warning thing where they're kicked off while their posts are under review. And I'm like, you know, it's so crazy. I can find actual naked pictures. No better yet, I can find actual naked pictures of little girls on the internet. But if... You try to keep a post that says something bad about Hillary and Biden, forget it. You lose your account. So this is an exciting time while being a tr trying time all at the same time. <laughs> and my final response to it is that me and my family are trying to keep close while at the same time we understand that everyone's kind of irritable. Because we've been in the house for so long together as well. My brother's having to go out of state just about every day to drive a truck. My kids had to leave their school early because somebody near them, you know, had COVID, not them. And the schools are losing so many students. And they're having to tell them how to test at home and everything. And... It's difficult, it really is, to be, to say to your children, look, we are going to get through this. Well, how do you know? 
I don't. But you have to have faith. You have to believe in God and what the Bible says before you even try to figure some of that out because He is the only God. The Father of our Son, Jesus Christ. So many people talk to me about, you know, when do you think this is going to be over? I don't think it's over. I think it's just the beginning, and not with COVID-19, but with problems in the United States. And I know that COVID-19 was much bigger elsewhere. So I'm just saying, in the United States of America... It's not stopping anytime soon. There's one big problem after another. And the end times specifically talk about how there will be unpredictive, unpredicting weather. So changes in the weather. More volcanoes erupting. More tornadoes and much bigger tornadoes than that. Just one thing after another. Some some of them are even complaining about, you know, a, an animal being extinct. And then you've got hot weather where cold weather should be. Cold weather where hot weather should be. But don't, don't be afraid. That is the worst thing you can do. Pick up your Bible right now. Don't say, Google, what should I read in the Bible? Google does not have all the answers, my friend. <laughs> so funny. A little bit of dry humor today. I'm going to end this with a prayer. Father God, we love you. And I want to take a moment to just tell you how grateful I am to you for everything I have. I'm seeing people with so much less than me. And yet they're striving and everything. And here I am feeling bad because if I get sick or have a bad day, you know, my parents end up feeling in or my kids get stuck with the mom not feeling well. And I am trying to speak more positive around them because I don't want them to be stressed and stay stressed forever. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you give my family peace. Give me that certain peace that we all need in a trying time like this. Lord, we're in the middle of redecorating some of the house. And I'm thinking, <laughs> shouldn't we be buying supplies instead of doing that? But I see what they're saying, Father God. Because your word talks about when... The rapture is going to happen, but yet we can't know for sure a day, time, month, and all that. And then you've got people that are thinking about right now, and they should be. Because the other thing your Bible talks about is how, yes, it is good to be aware that God is coming. 
but trying to figure out when he's coming so that you know how much longer you can have a normal life for or how much longer can you get away with being a drug addict or a drunk. I mean, if you are, it's time you get help. But it was time to get help yesterday, and that is my point. The things that you're realizing now have never been new, okay? They're not new. This has been going on forever. It's just, it's taken this long for our country to wake up. But I'm afraid that if Biden takes full place in the presidency, so many people will stay lost and remain lost. And that is so sad. Because these are stubborn people that won't even look the other way, not for a second. When I was younger, I didn't understand, you know, okay, what are you? A man or a mouse? So, what are you? Well, I'm a Republican. Okay, thank you. And it's like, they would know who you were going to vote for, what you believed in. And I'm like, how did they know that? Well, because that one word says a lot about you, my friend. You got to be careful to listening to the wrong things, too. If you open those ears to wrong beliefs, you could be potentially putting you and your family at risk and in danger. So you gotta be careful and stay in that line and follow God and God alone. Can't force Christianity on anyone. That was the biggest gift of all that God gave us was free will. I mean, the love wouldn't be real if it wasn't free will, right? Oh, God, I stopped and started talking again. Sorry for that, folks. We love you, and we thank you for everything you give us. And I, I pray specifically for my mom right now. She's sick at the moment. She doesn't have COVID, but she's not feeling well. And I thank you that you heal her. So that we can have a good Christmas with a healthy Nani bear. I know it's very important to my parents to see my kids be happy for Christmas. And I love that about them. They put my kids before themselves <laughs> even though they're my children. So I am very, very lucky and grateful to have such a wonderful troop. Such a wonderful backup plan. <laughs> Not a lot of people have this. And there's a bunch of single moms out there that don't have their mother or father around to help at all. It breaks my heart. So God, I am grateful for everything that I have and I love you. And I thank you God that from this moment to Christmas Day, we're able to enjoy each other, love each other get to know each other better while we're stuck inside, you know, and trying to figure things out. But I thank you, God, that we don't take each other for granted and that we realize that each person here has their own job. But loving isn't a job on the other hand. It is. You are doing something. You are pulling your weight. You're bringing in peace and love and honesty 
those are three great things to have in your home with your family. And even if they're not your family, it's still a great thing to have in your home. So don't ever take it for granted. Don't take your freedom for granted right now. That word we say so often and yet we don't get it. We don't get how precious it is. And if the things keep going the way they are in America, we won't know that word for much longer. I can promise you that. They don't know what they're getting themselves into, and you might not either. But we love you, God. And I ask you that you continue to direct my family in the right direction. Help me to do good in my podcast for these people so that when they hear me, they do get something out of it. But thank you guys for listening. And uh, thank you for sticking by me. I know that the holidays can be hard for some. And some people it can be very beautiful. So let's all do this, okay? You can have a daily task. I have little daily goals that I try to meet. Don't raise your voice and don't get irritated today. And I'll come back to it. And if I've completed that task, I try to prolong it by, okay, let's see tomorrow (laughs) how good I do. And if I start messing up in that area, I talk about how I'm going to fix it. I'm already seeing New Year's resolutions come up, and I've never believed in them. Right now, nobody needs to wait until January 1st to do what's important or to say what's important. They need to do it today. So that's all I'm saying right now. Whoops. All right. But thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you next time. While you're wrapping presents and going shopping with your family, remember... Yes, this is what it's all about, but so many don't have that today. And we need to put our best step forward to show other people, hey, you can have a life and you can be successful, but you have to believe in yourself and you have to have faith. And of course, above all that, you got be an actual Christian not just say it or be a Christian in the public, but you got to be an all-around Christian American and come home to the same beliefs that you preached out there. Y'all have a blessed day. See you soon. Bye. Bye.